Welcome back to Judging Book Covers, a bi-weekly book club podcast where we are going through our 2020 book challenge list. I'm Megan Griffin, and as always, I am joined by my amazing co-host, Stephanie Cortez. How are you doing? I'm doing that well. That sounded really mean. How are you doing? <laughs> it didn't sound mean. <laughs> it felt very blunt. <laughs> I'm fine. No. <laughs> no, I'm good. Just, you know. Living that quarantine life. Got a drink, though. Got a little, like, fruit punch, cognac, something. Nice. I didn't make it, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I should start asking you what you're drinking. I feel like you have something different and good every time. Ooh. It's often a Manhattan or an old-fashioned, but this one was just, like, you know, just, like, fruity juice that you get at the store with a little little bit of, I think it's cognac that you put in there. Nice. Real good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How are you? Uh- <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I, I do have a comment about old fashions, but before that, I want to introduce our guest this week. Uh, this week we have Victoria Lucia, and uh, who brought us The Magicians by Lev Grossman to read. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe uh, I haven't had you on sooner. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm very excited. Very happy to be on the podcast. It's <laughs> the first podcast I've ever been on. So, Is it really? Oh, you're going to get the bug. Yay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I feel like everybody that I know is starting a podcast, and if they already have a podcast, then they are working on making audio dramas, which is where I'm Ooh. at right now. Oh, cool. So <laughs> it's like, like the, the progression. Of drama. Oh, I trust do. me. As soon as I get a few episodes written, there will be casting sheets and there will be auditions. I'm oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a lot of fun. I just have to actually finish writing some episodes. <laughs> um, no, so I watched Crazy Stupid Love this week. And he makes some, I think he makes an old fashioned. Ah, wait, is that his dream? Steve Crow. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I still have never seen. Okay. You have not seen? Oh my God. I haven't. Uh, I watched it with my friend Melina, who also had not seen it. And God, I love that movie. It's also nine years old. I was shocked. Oh my God. It's been a long time. (laughs) (laughs) But they make make old fashions. Oh, sorry, what? They make old fashions in the movie. Yes, at his house. It's like this whole scene of him, you know, being super fancy. And making his drink that looks really good. I don't particularly love old fashions, but it looks really good. And then she like chugs them down and she's like, I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Back in, um, I think it was in December. My team, we had like our team outing and we were doing candle making, but we also got to have like dinner with like a drink. Everyone could have a drink. So I got a Manhattan and I had two of my friends try it and they I was like, oh, it's because I drink these all the time. I'm like, oh, it's nice and smooth. And they're like, oh, my God, it's burning. I can feel like the fire <laughs> going down through my body. Um, and I tried I was I did try to say old fashions are better because they're sweeter. And mm. now one of them, she was like, oh, Steph, guess what I'm drinking now? I'm drinking old old fashioned. <laughs> so like you're going to be coming to Manhattan territory next. <laughs> now I'm wondering if I've ever had a Manhattan. Yeah, I don't mm. think I've ever tried a Manhattan. <laughs> Oh, George makes really good ones. <laughs> I will order one the next time we can ever go out. Yeah. <laughs> you can try it. Yeah, I've hit the um, re-panic phase. I guess I've gone complete circle. It's been a weird week. Mm. Definitely yeah. feeling quarantined this week. Yeah. That's been me the last, like, really the last two weeks have been kind of in a weird, like, 
antsy and restless funk, but also don't want to yeah. do anything. But yeah. at the same time, I know I'm limited in what I can do. And I'm just like, eh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the general quarantine vibe. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, the New York Post posted an article about how, I guess, um, quarantine fatigue is the mm-hmm. new phrase. And oh. how New Yorkers are going to the beaches. And I'm like, I didn't need to read this. I know. <laughs> when you come across an article or something like that, and it just hits you all over again, you're like, yeah. oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I wish I hadn't seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not fatigued enough to go out and be around people. That's yeah. like that's not the kind of fatigue I'm feeling. Right, no. George and I were talking about going to Connecticut to see family, but, like, outside, stay outside. Um, yeah. Like, my dad and my stepmom weren't super comfortable with it. I asked him. I don't think we said this. Tori's my sister. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, you guys don't really have a place to do that. And then the last one would have been his parents, but George might actually be going back to work this coming oh, wow. weekend. So he just wanted to be at home in case just to like yeah. relax kind of. So we didn't end up going, but like, that's the most I will do is go see family from six feet apart, bring my own stuff, yeah. bring my own chair, you know, like I don't want to go around being around strangers. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what's got me worried because we haven't quite worked out the details of how I'm getting home, but there's yeah. a possibility like, or one of the options is my mom's going to road trip up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, can I hug her? And then it's like, but the six feet, but then we're going to be in a car together for car. at least 14 hours. Yeah. So. Cause the alternative would be to fly down. Yeah. And um, read too many news articles about that this week. Don't do it. Oh no. <laughs> that was. Yeah. Plus, I have treatment the same week that mm, I'm moving yeah. back, and that seems like an even stupider idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I like. Yeah. I assume that airlines are still doing some business, but I have like no concept because mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like everybody's at home. I don't care. I'm not so, looking. I'm not looking. <laughs> they are. They are still doing some, but it's definitely yeah. like someone posted a picture where you know you're used to the like five screens of arrivals and departures, and it's like half a screen. Wow. Yeah. But. And the big problem is, is that apparently they're sending out emails and stuff and being like, we're practicing social distancing, middle seats aren't being sold, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you see people on planes and it's completely full. Yep. And it's so, like, what is yeah. this? Oh my God. And um, I'm very glad I don't, uh, while I do aviation insurance, I don't do airline insurance because yeah. I don't want to know what they're being hit with right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Because like, I'm good. I, did, I remember reading, this was months ago this was probably in the fall maybe so like before all this happened mm-hmm. the same friend at work who's drinking old passions now had seen this article about like airline travel and she sent it out and it was basically like they did studies on some of the big ones like jet blue delta mm-hmm. for like just general germs and stuff and basically the consensus was do not drink oh. like water unless it, you see it come out of the bottle don't use their ice don't have coffee or tea because their water like all the germs somehow in the water in the plane um, and they even went as far as to say, maybe don't even wash your hands after you use the bathroom. Use hand sanitizer, bring yeah. hand sanitizer cool. and use that instead. Like, don't use any of it. So I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had that no, in mind. Um, and then all of this, I don't know the next time I'll fly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when all of this started, like the day that I got sent home from work, um, I had a doctor's appointment and I I went and asked her, I was like, is this like something we should be taking serious or Mm -hmm. is the media actually blowing it up? 
And that led to a conversation where she was actually supposed to go to Scotland, Scotland mm. or Ireland, this month. And mm-hmm. but she was worried because of recycled air and everything. And I had to call multiple people and not nobody in a aviation that we were all like, I don't know how much of that air is recycled versus fresh. Um, you should still fly on planes. They're super safe. They're great. Because uh, I don't want to go out of business. Right. But also, right, right. oh boy. I'm going to still have a job. Yeah. But I like my just, job. You know, my stepmom yeah. says, see, this is why I always, because she, whenever they would travel, she'd always like wipe down her seat and stuff. She's like, see, yes. this is why I've been doing it. And you guys looked at me mm-hmm. like I'm crazy. <laughs> so. Yeah. Don't put yeah. down the arm, the, the, yeah, just. The tray mm. table. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. Unless you can wipe it down. Yes. Mm. I've already been thinking about like when I eventually go back to work, I'll be hunting the train for those single seats. There's not many, but there are some and I'm going to be like, because I usually go and I sit at the table so I can put my lunch bag down and eat my breakfast. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I'm going to look for that single seat. I'm not going to get it on the way home. There's no way. There's no Mm -hmm. way I'll be able to, but on the way in, I can. But that I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if I don't go back to work until July or August because my companies do get very phased. And they sent out like descriptions of like phase one and they're going to give us two weeks notice <laughs> before this is going to start. That's good. And they're That's looking good. at, they want more space between the people, but they just redid my area last year to fit all 100 of us that they hired. Oof. We'd have to take over the whole floor. I don't know what they're going to do. And yeah. from the, the phase descriptions, I'm like, That's not us. That's not us. That we're like the, four, we're going to be the last ones back in the office. And I'm fine with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've made peace with, um, I, I, I will be Ubering to close my office mm-hmm. or to mm-hmm. clear it out and, and mail everything back. Yeah. Um, but I don't plan on actually going into an office until August. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so before we start talking about the magicians, um, we read stuff during the off week. Uh, you were going to finish um, It's Fat Salt, all those good things that I... <laughs> Still need to buy this book. (laughs) Salt, fat, acid, and heat. And I did not. (laughs) Okay. I did finish the fat section and I'm on to the next. But like, I don't know. It's been a weird couple weeks. I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. I'm like (laughs) exhausted. But it's that quarantine fatigue where I'm just like, but I don't want to. I'm also not going to go to the beach. (laughs) I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch. Um, What have I been binge watching? Been doing a Parks and Rec rewatch. Oh, I started another run through of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, I need to do oh. that. I need to finish it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet, but I hear good things. It's so just good. all of them are on Netflix. Or they are all on Netflix. When yep. you hit season three, don't binge. It is the just... only advice I was ever given, and I ignored it. Mm-mm. Well, if you've ever had to deal with like depression or just like a general anxiety, or even not, like mm-hmm. she yeah. can be exhausting. It's a, uh, yeah, I'd even it's, say before season three, I wouldn't hold it against anyone who's like, I need a break in season one or I need a break in season two because she gets. Yeah, it's a lot. Very, mm-hmm. very exhausting. And then season three, like it gets even heavier. Yeah, but it's really good. I remember loving season two. I did have to take breaks in season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do yeah. need to finish that show, too. I'm glad to hear that you also did not finish because I don't even remember what I said I was going to read. You said like three things. I think you said Paper Girls for... I did read all of Paper Girls. Yep. Which, to be fair, was so that I could talk about it on another podcast. But But, you still read them. But I still read all six (laughs) volumes of Paper Girls. Um, Which, have either of you read Paper Girls? I've read the first two. Not yet. Okay. 
It is so good. Have you read Saga? I know Stephanie's read Saga. Have you read Saga, Victoria? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I don't okay. think I got very far, but yeah. Okay. Well, I'm you familiar. You need to read that. But <laughs> it's by the same creator, and it makes no sense at first. And it's – I read all six volumes in about three hours. Yeah, they're really wow. good. The first yeah. two yeah. volumes that I read. Um, yeah. Sidebar, do we know when Saga is coming back? No, I occasionally go and look. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that when it is announced, uh, mm-hmm. I will get multiple messages. So <laughs> alert, alert, alert. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fine being like, you know what? Eventually someone will tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very least, I know Alex will let me know the moment uh, yeah. that it's announced. But um, given that comic books haven't been sold since mm. maybe the first week of April... So a lot of things got pushed back. That makes sense. Um, I know August solicitations came out this past week, I think. And even that is still um, light compared to where it's been. So I got a feeling it's going to be 2021. Like, I think it should have come back. Been our quarantine gift, but you know, whatever. (laughs) We're getting Hamilton. I was literally just going to (laughs) say. I'm so excited. (laughs) I've waited so long. <laughs> oh, you're gonna love it! It's so good. Uh, wait, have you you didn't see like the touring tour? You haven't seen like the touring one that no, before. No, I've listened okay. to the soundtrack and I've watched a few uh, a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> a little yeah. bootleggy YouTube video <laughs> action. But uh, I've just been waiting for this. I'm yeah. like, finally, I'm like Disney Plus. You're doing the right thing. You yeah. release it. Yes. As much yelling as I can do about Disney, um, they have been really, really great about being like. The world kind of sucks here. Yeah. Take this. Have yeah. this for the cost of Disney Plus. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate that. Sort of not really related. It's just because you said Disney. So High School Musical. So um, <laughs> basically I was in a meeting with some people at, um, on Zoom at work. And it was, um, I'm going to be part of the training rep team at work. There's different rep teams for like systems, analytics, training. That's awesome pharmacy stuff so i i my first choice is actually data and analytics so i was like look at these spreadsheets look at this data look at these charts because <laughs> i turned into a giant nerd when it comes to stuff like that and i love it but my boss actually put me and training was my second choice going into the rep team fair that they had i fucking love my job um i was like oh training is gonna be number one and it got bumped down to number two but my boss was like i actually put you in training because and like she's like i think you'd be great and da 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 so during the meeting, the icebreaker was just tell us about like either a bad training experience or like a bad teacher experience or like job stuff, like just like things that we won't be doing, you know. So Alicia, who I love from my actually my group when I first started, um, said that she was I think it was in high school, it was either high school or college. She worked for like this DJ company and she was the person who would get out there and start the cha-cha slide and show you how to do it, like get get oh, it cool. going at weddings <laughs> and bar mitzvahs and everything like that. So they call a meeting one day. She's like, I, I know how to do like the Cupid shuffle. Like what, what is this for? Like what's going on? And it was, she had to learn the dance to get your head in the game oh and my then God. Teach, it, <laughs> teach it to three other people. Oh, no. Amazing. Yep. So then we were all like, so when we get back to the office, what you're saying is that you're going to teach us how to do this. That is amazing. Yeah. Someone was like, wait, is that the one with the basketball? She's like, yeah, I don't play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my fucking nose. Also, do highly I recommend it. just dance. 
if you're in need of exercise or like letting out oh. aggression. Oh yeah. And that was the best, I think 20 bucks I've spent mm. during quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. I could see mm-hmm. that for sure. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I think it's like for two or three bucks a month, it'll, it'll give you the backlog of all the other just dances, which have Ooh. been around for like 10 years. Oh, or nice. Yeah. Awesome. And, um, we definitely like that was cause I have, I have little siblings that are, just turning 16 so like when they were little we played this yeah. all the time still got yeah. all the moves I look <laughs> ridiculous but yep. i can hit five stars i don't care nice yes <laughs> that is what matters yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh so this week we did a book with a blue cover <clears throat> the magicians um why did you pick this book uh, I'm a big fan of the Magicians TV show, and uh, I've been putting off reading this book for a long time now. And uh, when Steph asked me to be on the podcast, I was like, oh, what a great opportunity to finally read this book. <laughs> and then I read the book, and then there was some regret. Oh, <laughs> <was a> regret. <laughs> oh that's very fitting, though, because remember, our first, like the first theme of the like our first year doing this, it was our to be read list. <laughs> Yes, so, yes. this is like your to be read list. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. Yes, yes. Stephanie, have you watched any of the show? I have not. Um, Victoria has told me to watch it. I've heard things from her, and then I have another friend um, from my old job who I'm still Facebook friends with, who I saw posting about it roughly, I think, around the same time that something crazy happens in the last season. I think it was <laughs> that yeah. a lot of fans were upset about, and I was like, oh yeah. man. Okay, I gotta Sounds watch the like show. Sounds like a lot of TV shows. And, and I'm just the worst at, you guys know this, but I am the worst at starting <laughs> new shows, but. It's hard. It is hard. It's like, I started Riverdale in December, oh. and I'm like five episodes in. I started, Ron- okay, I started yeah. Veronica Mars much more recently, and I'm five episodes in. So that does not speak very well about Riverdale. <laughs> well, Riverdale is a mess. Riverdale Although I would say mess. season one was, it's best season, so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's only down from here. Yeah. It's. Oh, I can talk, man. I kind of want to do like a Riverdale rewatch podcast now um, because it's just. If you would like a co-host insanity. who's never seen it, then I will watch it because I'll have to. <laughs> I mean, after we episode need to talk five. about this after. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I like unironically love Riverdale because of how much I'm just like, you cannot predict what is going yeah. to happen next, yes. especially season two on. Yeah, absolutely. I of... I've tried to guess, and it's just no. like they pick out of a hat. Yeah, that's how I describe it. <laughs> I feel like one of the summaries you gave me, Victoria, was it's got everything. It's got cults. It's got. I want to say you said organ donation or stealing or something like that. Oh yeah, this that was a thing. Game. It's got this, and I was like, in Riverdale. I mean, okay, yep. let's give it a shot. And then I just totally fell off. Yeah, no, it's. Um, I at one point I said and described i was like i'm gonna see how much of season three i can talk about without looking at a list and it was after a minds at york episode so it was me alex and tim alex also watches riverdale unironically so he was the one who was basically like i guess keeping track and 45 minutes later he was like i think you got about 67 percent oh my god And I just remember Tim being, there's a recording of it somewhere of me just being mm-hmm. like, and here's what happens, and here's what happens, and, and Tim being like, what the fuck? And Alex being like, you missed this, you missed this, you missed this, because yes. there's a whole bunch more. <laughs> oh. Literally, so much happens. Yeah. Uh, you you said cult and organ donation, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, that did happen. Yep, I completely that did. forgot. Yeah. 
it's just insane. Christ, I love that show. We should do. We should, for the comic this year, we should read some Archie Horror comics. Okay. Oh, I love Archie Horror. I do too. It's so <laughs> good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, man, that's what I'm missing right now is yeah. the, 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 I think Vampironica restarted shortly before oh, quarantine. Oh, what? I'll have to pick that up yeah. and read that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So the first, have you read the first arc? Of Vampironica? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. I think, did I read the zombie one and the werewolf jughead one? I think that's what I read. So I read the zombie, the werewolf jughead is great. Mm -hmm. The Vampironica one is, is okay, but then Mm -hmm. it's Vampironica versus jughead the werewolf. And that's really good. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to what they're doing with her now. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know if jughead the werewolf is done or not. I don't think it is. Hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, I haven't gone back to read in a while. And then but that's what I'm, I feel Riverdale is missing. They never wanted to commit yes. to a supernatural element. And I'm like, just do it. Just I do know. it. <laughs> the show is already crazy. Why not? It's the one thing it sounds like it's missing as of right now. Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. No, there was maybe going to be a ghost of Cheryl's brother, but then. It's oh, like, yeah. Ooh. Or a sibling that she ate in oh, the Oh, that's womb. right. Or the, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> And what's crazy is, like, none of this is, like, massive spoilers. No. It's just stuff that's happened. Like, and it's like, oh, yeah, that happened. But it's not really (laughs) super relevant to the plot. (laughs) But. Oh, my God. In comparison, how insane is the Magicians TV show? Oh, okay. So Magicians Mm. is, is also insane, but not Riverdale insane. Okay. It's, like, fun, off the wall. Um, Some of the... Like, Cheryl Blossom in Riverdale has some lines that I'm like, what did she just say? And um, sometimes we get that in The Magicians as well. Just a good one-liner where I'm like, really? (laughs) And it is awesome. Okay. Is it, like, it's, I assume it's set, like, starting with the school and everything like that? Oh, well, okay. So first, let me explain. This book, when I got, like, the first few pages in uh, and I realized Quentin was in high school, I said, oh, no. I didn't sign up for teenagers. What is this? Because in the show, Break Bills, their school is a grad school. Yes. So uh, they're aged up. And when I started watching, it was like, oh, cool. Like, they're like my age. Yeah, young adults. Okay. Like, so I was able to to get into the show. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, teenagers. Huh. Everything's teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) I get a little tired of high school uh, properties. You know, I can only take so much high school stuff. Yeah, I think this was advertised or marketed as um, if you liked Harry Potter and you're now an older person, mm-hmm. this is try up the magician. Yeah, yeah. But there's still, but the show is much school. more grown up okay. than yeah. than this action. This okay, post gotcha. high immediate post high school stuff. Okay, um, I am almost curious enough to read the sequels because. Julia plays a bigger part in the show. And so I'm like, she has to come back at some point in the book. Yeah. Because um, she's kind of just a castaway both times that she's in the book. Isn't it, isn't it weird that she's just, she just shows up. Well, this is a spoiler, but she just shows up at the ending. <laughs> like okay, she's yeah. there with Elliot yeah. and uh, Janet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Janet. Yeah. yeah. She has a different name on the show. So I get it mixed up. Uh, no worries. <laughs> But um, yeah, Julia, uh, I was surprised that um, we don't see much from her in this book. 
Yeah, especially because so I I know I watched at least three or four episodes of The Magicians because mm-hmm. I remember hitting the Britney Spears song in Neat. one of them or Taylor Swift. Maybe it was Taylor Swift. Quentin sings "Shake It Off" yes. in a uh, mental hospital uh, <laughs> illusion, <laughs> and it's a uh, it's a great episode. I really I just rewatched uh, that part where he sings "Shake It Off." So <laughs> I think I, I, I'm definitely going to give the show another shot because I think I stopped because I knew there was a trilogy and was like, mm, I, and I realized I owned the book when we we started talking about this, um, and was like, oh, I want to read it, and then I had a friend that was like you won't like the book. I was like, I'm going to do it anyways. And then thus fell off the show. Yeah. The show is like so different. It brings me so much joy. I described it as like my Buffy. Um, And I love Buffy, but like, I think the magicians hit me at like the right time as like a young adult. And I was like, this is the show for me. Um, And then this book has just uh, let me down. Yeah. I was uh, shook. I was like, what is this? This is not the Quentin make peace cold water that I know. Very oh, interesting. Yeah, very upsetting. Upsetting. Yeah, someone described this. Oh, let me see if I can find the quote again. Um, in fact, it only barely feels like a fantasy novel, reminding me more of Tart's The Secret History with a Touch of Magic, which, if you haven't read that, it's like a 90s. Um, private school book that like a lot of I really love books about private schools because I feel like they're so great and dramatic like gossip girl kind of stuff mm-hmm. but this was like oh bunch of rich kids sitting around bored yes it's not like, for me the prep school vibes really threw me because um I was not expecting uniforms I was just not no. expecting this level of like teenageriness right. but um and also I I don't know the the break bills in the show is just so different. It feels very, but it's probably because they're older and they're grad students. Yeah. Um, it's very, a lot more free. Um, also, I was just generally surprised that they graduated because in the show, nobody's graduating. Oh. You're lucky if you live. Like, nobody's getting a degree from this. Oh, I'm so excited now. Oh, God. <laughs> Stephanie, what did you think? Oh, sorry. Um, I, just the book came first, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then 2009, I think. Okay. Because yeah. I could see from some of the content of the book where they would be like, we got to make these kids older if they're going to do any of these things. Like, we may yeah. not be able to get away with this with like 16 year olds, 16 year olds, even the though. Ad- like, yeah. yeah. I think the adaption is just like incredible, like um, what they really did with the show because this book is incredibly white. And I was like, oh what? God. It's yes. only white people? I was like, what's happening? What's happening? Yes. Because while the show is not like like incredibly diverse it's mm-hmm. it's more diverse i mean yeah. penny is indian uh janet who is Margot on the show um is a latina woman that's who um, it is okay i was like who is janet dean fogg is black you know so okay. it's like it's a little bit better and like also the way the the book treats queerness is mm-hmm. really strange so strange and the show um does a lot more with it and while the show the show really plays with queerness in interesting ways and like okay. really exploring labels and like the importance mm-hmm. of labels kind of thing yeah. uh the book very strange just very yeah. strange i was surprised yeah. uh like elliot's sexuality is like whispered about and like right. i'm like, yeah, like the strangest the, thing yes. like at the end i was like we never came weird. back to this to, all right we're just gonna whisper about it yeah okay. yeah what did you think Stephanie? And, um 
Quentin, I def- so I hadn't started the book yet, and I got a text from Victoria that said, the magician's book may have been a mistake. <laughs> and it was um, when I did start the book, realized it was very early on where Quentin wished she weren't so attractive. Unpretty women were so much easier to deal oh, yeah. with that whole thing. And I was like, yeah, oh, no. And then, yeah, it's real early on. Yeah. It is. I was like, this was written by a man, wasn't it? I don't feel like oh. I don't need to even check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, no. There was just so much more that I was like, this is, this is this is clearly a man and I could do without a lot of this like I don't know just I realized teenage like, boy yeah. all the references to boobs yeah mm-hmm. it was a bit much. a lot of references to boobs yes okay and but then, he's like 23 24 by the end and it's still a lot still of references a to boobs still a thing. yeah yeah. Every woman he meets, I was right. like, this is, there was an older woman. And he was like, she's older, but big bosom yeah. or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, Quentin, yeah. this is crazy. Even This like, is crazy. And one of the big fights. And it was like, she deliberately had her breast pressed against his shoulder. And I was like, yeah. okay. Really? It has been 400 and something pages of this. Right. Please Right. Stop. This is like the final <laughs> battle. Like, please and... chill with this. Right. Like, and like, I get, I guess I know they were going for what's her name? Anais? Is that what her name was? Annalise. I don't even know how to say it. Annalise? Yeah, I don't know how to say it either. Yeah. Random character that I don't remember from the show. Yeah. <laughs> that even though she was dating Josh, she was into this other guy. And mm-hmm. like, so I was like, okay, I get what you're trying to say. But if there had already been 70 billion references to boobs and cleavage and stuff. And I was just like, I, okay, can we not? Can we not? It's that. Yeah. It's also the fact that like he is so focused on attractive. Like mm-hmm. it, it's like any time a woman walks in, she's definitely the most attractive, or she's and he not. And I need to tell about you every why. other woman in the room, mm-hmm. and also has a girlfriend like ninety percent of this book, and still does this. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. man, yeah. I haven't like I follow the Reddit <laughs> sub form or whatever that is like men writing women. But I mean, yeah, no. I, this is that's that is what this, yeah. this reminded me of. Like I know when we read the Blake Crouch books, we laughed about yeah. him describing the man, but I don't think I've actually read a book that made me go, Dear God, I understand why this Reddit was created. Yeah, right. I understand this why one. this is a thing. <laughs> this is for sure an example of that. Um, it made me think in my own writing I should write some men like this. I know, right? Like yep. like uh you know, his face was okay, but he was nothing to write home about. <laughs> just some good descriptions <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> you know, I went to my boyfriend's uh, house and was talking. Like, it was very clear that his dad hadn't talked to anybody in forever because, like, his penis just fell out. And then he just touched it <laughs> and just got yes. And I was like, yep. what? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be some some descriptions of men like that. That yes. just hit, yeah. hit it right there. Yeah. 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 Trying to put that aside. I was trying to get into the magic of it all. Um, there were some things that I liked and some things that I was like, I could do without this. And mm-hmm. I kind of, at first I was f- feeling all the references to the Fillory books. Mm-hmm. Boring. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, I <laughs> yes. don't care about this. And then as things went on and we got to the part where Penny pops, I was like, fuck, that was important. And I won't lie. I definitely skimmed like, some oh, of those no. parts. <laughs> so I was like, yep. I, Isn't it weird how this book is paced? Like, I find oh, it so strange so that they weird. talk about Phil, or Quentin is thinking about Fillory a lot mm-hmm. throughout it, but we don't get to Fillory until so far in the end. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, crap. Okay, this is happening. This is happening. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then there's so much about the time. And then where do we go? And where do we go? And like, it just felt very like 
montaging until it's like, okay, now they're at an end. Yeah. I'm going to start reading again. <laughs> like I'm done skimming right now. Um, like, so I was watching, I uh, watching walking the dog and I did a lot of this in audiobook, mm-hmm. and was definitely over halfway through the book. I think around 60%. The fillery stuff still had not started. And I yeah. just remember being like, you know, if this is entirely a book written with the premise of being like, I just want you to know, you may think that fantasy worlds and magic sounds awesome, but really let's talk about how it's not going to be like some kind of satire thing. Like I would have mm-hmm. been okay, but also, man, there was no plot. I was like, what? Yeah. Nothing had happened. They had right. gone through an entire like college career and nothing had happened. And also, so when he does that spell and the beast pops up the first time yes. and eats the girl, yep. nothing else happens. I mean, yes, they're sad and everything's subdued <laughs> yeah, for a they're just while, sad. But then We're it's not like, going to make any changes, right. do anything. Right. They're just sad. Right. Yeah. He doesn't like say, oh, I did the spell and maybe this somehow let the beast come in. Like he never like confesses about that, which I was like, that's interesting. Nope. Just gonna He's like, I'm taking this grave. to the grave. Yep. <laughs> Yep. He might be a completely terrible person. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. it's incredible that they packed in five years of schooling oh in this yeah. book. And there was times post- where I was like, are we even going to get to Fillory in this book? Is that not going to happen? <laughs> I was so confused by the pacing. Really yeah. thrown off. Because yeah. well, like, the, when we hit the second year, I really thought, and maybe they did like skip a lot of their first year to go into the second year. Mm-hmm. It felt like they uh, skipped a lot of, was it second and third? It was like all of a sudden they were up another year. Because yeah, yeah. that well, I think it was going to the third year. I was like, oh, okay, so we're done with second year. And yeah, also like, like, oh, okay. It apparently doesn't have to be a full year because him, Alice, and Penny got chosen to test for it. And yeah. I feel like it had only been a couple months of first year. And I was like, all right, so that's interesting. Okay. Did we ever find out why? Why no. did Quentin, Alice, and Penny get chosen to test? Right, because wasn't Penny- that was like it was a thing that happened, and they mentioned it was strange. Never yes. talked about it. Yes, yes because never. Penny asks. He's like, it's or it's known that there's always twenty students to a class. So, yeah. are you then moving more kids up and up and up to make room for us? And they were just like, oh, yeah. take the test or don't. <laughs> like okay. in the show, there's like more behind some things uh like about (laughs) (laughs) that was vague about like why like why quentin is there Mm -hmm. why he's at the school um and i thought that's where we were going in this book and then it just like there was no explanation no it really the first half of it so there's five books in this and i think the first book is like 50 60 percent of the book Mm -hmm. um and it almost reads like a really really long outline of a book series about a magic school and here are the things that i want to happen because Mm -hmm. no character ever feels developed yes exactly Mm -hmm. i was like really concerned i like at the end i was like i feel like i don't really know any of these characters they're really kind of shallow what's going on like thankfully i had a little bit of the show to be like i know i like this character in the show Mm -hmm. but yeah I couldn't tell you when Penny threw a punch. I was like, I who is again? Like I had Who's to take Penny? a moment. Yeah. To be like, who? Okay. Yeah. I was so confused. Why? And I'm still confused. Oh why. yeah. Like so in the show, it like why. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, little spoiler in the show, Penny is psychic, 
Um, uh, and okay. like, so he like really knows Quentin. Um, and because uh, he hears all Quentin's thoughts. So I'm like, okay, I can see how you might mm-hmm. like, not like a person if you're yeah. hearing all of their thoughts. Like if I, right. like just after reading all of book Quentin's thoughts, I'm like, Jesus, Quentin. Yeah, yeah. somebody should punch you. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, in the book, Penny was weird. <laughs> I yeah. was like, what, what is your deal, It seemed Penny? like he was just punching him because Quentin passed and Alice also that passed, test. but Penny failed. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. And he... Because, like, after the fight and they're both in the infirmary or wherever they are, they're just talking about it. And I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah. So I was like, was Penny under a spell? Did someone I make know, him like, do this? Yeah, what's happening? No. <laughs> no, he did this mm-hmm. all on his own. And, and now um, we're going to just chill and talk about it. Yeah. And <laughs> As still most don't. people do after f- fights. Right. You know, you have yeah. your post-fight chat. Yeah. <laughs> Which still doesn't quite resolve or make sense. But I guess, is it not no. supposed to make sense? Because they're teenagers and teenagers do dumb things and... I mean, people can be illogical at any age, but is that what we're going yeah. with? That they're just, he's just being But they become ridiculous? like arch nemesises in a way. Yeah. That yeah. like never felt developed or earned. No. Well. Yes. And then no. it's just like thrown I mean, until, in there. Yeah. Penny's um, hooking up with Alice. Yeah. Which. Uh, which oh boy. Can we. But there's a lot there. Yes. Right. Let's... Yeah. Because. There's a <sighs> Alice so much there. better. Alice deserved yep. better from page one. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. Yep. Because Alice. after they graduate, Quentin's going hard with drinking, partying, and also drugs, like ecstasy. Like he's going yeah. hard and she's not. Yep. She's not going out with him. There's mention of him fooling around with other women before he then sleeps oh, yeah. with Janet. So I was just like, so you yep. slept with all these people or at least fooled around with them. You fuck Janet. Which and Elliot, you got y'all had this nice little fun threesome. Yeah, isn't yes? It's so weird how that's written and because so like pages weird. later, Quentin's like, "Yeah, I made out with Elliot," and uh, I'm like, "Yeah, why? Why are we just talking about this now, Quentin? Right? What, what, what was like why a, didn't we talk about it in at bed the with time? Them. Thank you. Like, yeah, it's like a. I kind of have flashbacks. I maybe remember a beard roughing me up, and like, I'm just like, "Oh, I might. Oh no. Yeah, I might. I'm just remembering them. this so much later. Okay, Quentin. Okay, yeah. right. Jesus." Right. Right. You did all this. Alice, I know she doesn't say, I don't think she says the words I'm breaking up with you, but she's no longer talking to you. She's pissed at you. She's not in the room anymore. Yeah. You're broken up. And so she's sleeping yep. with somebody else. Fuck off, Quentin. I was so like, oh, let's go down this rage rabbit hole as soon as he can hear, like he hears the, hears them having sex. I was like, I know where oh, this is yeah. going to go. You're going to go. Yep, he's going to. Super alpha. Out. Yep. Because like uh-huh. from the beginning, his friends, James and Julia, who like disappear. Yes. Um, yep. Julia, he has a crush on her, but like she doesn't like me, and she's and I was like, oh, it's gonna be oh. one of though you're one of yep. those it is guys. Boo hoo hoo! Why yes. can't I? I'm a nice guy, exactly. <laughs> like that kind of feeling. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I was like, ah, uh, well, we know how this is gonna go. It's not gonna be. Oh, I'm sad she's moved on, or I'm angry she's moved on. It's I'm angry she's having sex with someone else. That's yep. all it is. And he doesn't even have the justification of like that. He and Penny are enemies because he slept with janet who is like literally the counterpart like of the alice relationship like there is nobody else worse that he could have slept with except for no i don't even think like sleeping with her mom would have been as bad it wouldn't have hurt her as much yeah 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 so it's yeah no justification for the amount of right. anger we have to listen to it is right so i know that's why all it's not- this like 
throwing stuff, uh, trashing his room. That's why I'm like, it's not about Penny. He punched you in the face once, whatever. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not about Penny. It's because your former girlfriend, who you fucked Mm -hmm. around a lot with, like, or around, like, behind her back, like, sleeping with so Mm -hmm. many other women, or at least fooling around with them, slept with someone else, and that's what you're you're angry about. It's this ownership bullshit. (laughs) Yep. (sighs) Yeah. Like, yep, that's just exactly what it is. Yeah. By the time the fillery stuff comes around, I was I just was almost so annoyed with this book. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I was perfectly fine with like kind of hating Quentin, but being like, you know what? I really appreciate the idea of like, yeah, you can go to magic school and like be obsessive and think this is what you want. And there is no adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then to like throw in the Narnia shit, I was just like, oh, Right, I don't that, know. I was it's there like, with you. Go. Like, I wasn't expecting to see them graduate. I was like, oh, this is going to be sort of like Harry Potter. Let's see all the hijinks and crap you get into during yeah. school. And then we flew through school. Um, and the beast, like, never came back. I was, like, waiting for that to happen again. Because I was uh-huh. like, this must have something to do with his discipline when he can't figure that out. Like, he somehow pulls in things from another world. And he's going to pull something else in and get somebody else killed. And then that never happens. And I just... Yep. Yeah, I'm just, guessing just there's a lot too. going on and it just doesn't come together yeah. in like a, a satisfying way. Mm-mm. It's like the book is like two separate things. It's right. a a school, magic school like tale about yeah, like y- the reality is not as great as you'd imagine, but then right. also uh fantasy is real and yeah. let's right. go do that thing. <laughs> it's like it's, it's a lot for one book. I just like trying to be grittier than Harry Potter with like the kids are having sex yeah. like as foxes and like <laughs> they're drinking and stuff like, and then they get a tattoo with a demon stored inside when, upon graduation who can pop I out really for one like fight that. and help them which I was like that's kind of cool yeah. all right yeah um mm-hmm. it just felt like it was trying to be grittier than Harry Potter I was like and yes. even had that game was it Welters Welters not Quidditch Welters. is the check yeah. Yeah, oh, God. thing that I don't I, I glazed over that so much. Like, I actively was like, I don't yes. care. I don't yeah, need like, wizarding sports. Mm-mm. Even when I kept, mm. when I went back and, like, reread a little bit, I was like, you just wanted to throw in a Quidditch, but you yeah. didn't yes. want to come up with the rules for it because you just flat out said, no one knows. There's no rules. Nobody <laughs> knows. That, the book does that a lot. Yeah. Where it's yes. like, I don't know. Right. There's yeah. The, yeah right. it doesn't, it's not important. And I'm like, book. Right. Yeah. Please you can tell me a magic. little bit more. You can do magic, <laughs> but don't try to study it or like understand where it comes from because right. like I don't want to world build into that. Yeah, it's, right. it's like it's not important. It's like, just yeah. come with me. Yeah, no. Like the author just wants to make that Harry Potter money, but not put in the, at least Quidditch. We know the rules. We know what, yeah. the, what mm. the Bludger does. We know what the or yeah, and then the Snitch and what that yeah. means. Yeah. I don't remember. We know the, the rules, rules enough kind of that people can play it in the in the real world. We yeah. can right. go out and play a land version. Yeah, yeah. do you guys want to play Without a land version of Walter? no because we don't even i can't i don't know how this even works <laughs> like, yeah in the show there's only one episode that features the game mm-hmm. and it's pretty brief that's good <laughs> <laughs> so it's not it's like and it's like that's enough that's all i needed mm-hmm. just that like one just a mention of, of it yeah 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 and then it comes back for like the international travel i was like oh i so oh, yeah. don't care <laughs> and mm-hmm. I mean, it is. It is like he went, you know, I just want to, like, piggyback off of Harry Potter, which I guess would have ended, I think, in 07. So it was still around enough. I mean, the mm-hmm. movies were still coming out. They were mm-hmm. still coming out. She was making that money. And, like, like I don't yeah. get it. Like, 
is it like did you want to have some some grand like i don't know satire like uh, i don't know criticism about harry potter i i but this book doesn't it do doesn't, that right. it just it just comes across like i'm piggybacking off of it yes, yeah like okay so i also usually when like i read a book i'm trying to like it i'm trying to like it I didn't give it a Goodreads um, rating, so I was like, I don't know what I want to rate this because I don't know how much I liked it. It's the opposite, Megan. When you and I read that um, uh, Casual Vacancy, J.K. Rowling's not Harry Potter oh, book. Oh, yeah. I oh. feel like you and I, as we talked about it, we're like, you know what? We liked this more than we thought we did yes. while reading it. The opposite is happening to me right now. I'm like, I really like I this like less. I like this less. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> as I talk it's... about it. I feel like there are some very loose good ideas that Mm -hmm. just didn't get developed. And what I just kept getting angry because I was like, I can give you five other books that takes this concept from this book that was written by a woman and is Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. a thousand times better. Yes. And I think the sorry. No, 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 you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, The show does take these ideas and expand upon them in a better way. And one of the showrunners is Sierra Gamble, a woman who is like, I think her, she's helping a lot in the interpretation of the show and adaption and like making these ideas coherent and, uh, (laughs) you know, like just more full and like something, something. Whereas in the book, it's like, what is this? This is kind of a a nothing thing. There's so many things that get thrown away. Like when he's with one of his professors and they like, let out their wings and they're like, oh yeah, I'm a pixie. Never yeah. comes back. No. Never comes back. Never and while the back. show does that, it's like little things where it's mm-hmm. funny. It's used just for for comedy, like yeah. a little like drop of something. Like, yeah. but in the book, it is pervasive yeah, throughout like, it. I forgot about that. Oh my yeah. god. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm liking this less as we talk about it. And that's just making all these other things come back up that I was like, wait, we never came back to that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Fine. My favorite book last year was Middle Game by Shauna McGuire. And it is a book where there is a fictional ser- childhood series that turns out to be like a real thing. Kind of like this, the fillery part of this. And mm-hmm. that is all I could think about this entire time was like, I could be rereading this book that was <laughs> really kind of difficult to read because it's not told sequentially. And it takes a mm. while to figure out that like, oh, there are multiple timelines going on here, but it is so much better to the point that they are actually releasing the fake children's book. Like they have actually, she actually went and wrote that book. Nice. And it's supposed to be coming out. And I just was like, man, I'm so angry (laughs) that you you were also no effort. You're looking forward to the children's book, I would guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like very excited. The cover's gorgeous. Yep. (sighs) Who among us one wants to read the Fillory books if those get written? No. Not exactly. I, because I could just go read the Chronicles of Narnia. Yes. Right, which I've never If I done. wanted that. Which again, another thing of like trying to be gritty because he went behind the wardrobe or whatever it was, however he found it. And then at the very, very yeah. end, the sister says, like, try not to be hard on him. Basically, the guy who wrote the books was a fucking yeah. child a pedophile. Molester. Yeah, a pedophile. Oh my was god. Him. I'm glad I liked that, that they just dropped that one yep. line, and She's I was like, like what the him. hell? I already knew because fact. of the show, mm-hmm. and he's a, a reoccurring character, but in the show, oh my god, it's just done so much better. Mm-hmm. Quentin is, like, 
devastated. He's like, what? This person this that created these things that I love is a pedophile? Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, grasping with, like, a person, right. a creator of something being, like, a terrible person. Yeah, and I don't think he thinks about that at all. No. No, no Quentin's like, whatever. Yeah, like, <laughs> Quentin's like, I got other things to think about. Yeah, all my Women, friends are dead. Boobs, or my, I got a... Quentin has my a friend Penny is dead, and then my girlfriend's dead. Yeah. Which... Yeah. Oh, yeah, all his sad stuff. Man, yeah. when he meets up with... So he goes on this adventure and then decides... Finally gets back to the real world, decides to take on a, like, non-magical job, which, wow, that... Reading that during quarantine about a boy who is making at least six figures mm-hmm. playing For video nothing. games all day. Mm-hmm. Going yep. to the occasional oh. meeting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he meets up with another um, magical student who dropped out um, and is also trying to live as like a normal person. And she's like, you need to let this go. This isn't your fault. And I was like, mm, no, no, you have not. No, I don't agree. Mm. Right. <laughs> like, like, excuse me, miss, but you're, you're coming in very late. We yes. are, we, we are, we know Quentin very well now. Yes. And uh, right. it is, it is his fault. Right. He said, like, I know our main character in any book would be going through the same, with, you know, going through the same thing of, oh, it's my fault. I accidentally summoned yeah. the beast in class that mm-hmm. time. I blow the horn thinking that's going to help mm-hmm. us in the dungeon, whatever we're in. And it brings the beast again. And then Alice dies saving us. So it's my fault. Penny gets his hands bitten off. And at the time we think he's dead. Um, very Pennywise. Very Pennywise. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, it's all my fault. I was just like nodding along. Like, yes. Yeah, yes, it is. It is yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it Continue. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the because... way that Emily's written is like that she, at least in the small snippet we get, first of all, we don't get a description of her breast. I really did appreciate that. Yeah, Finally. thank you. <laughs> once. <laughs> She's For like once. the only character we don't. But um, there, she also doesn't seem to take any responsibility for the what happened what with happened her. with her and the fact that right. like what she did resulted in alice's brother dying and it's all magic's fault and that's kind of mm-hmm. where she wants him to be and i was like oh you are damaged like you yeah. are not a good person either no. yep cool. we're doing some serious like <laughs> misplacement of blame we're like yes. just gonna move this blame over here yes. you know we <laughs> also just blame magic yes. right we also never get to like really look at that professor's role in what she did because the story yes. is yeah. she fell in love with the professor and he either lost interest or he got what he wanted mm-hmm. and like stopped talking to her. On. Right. And so that's why she gets the boyfriend who ends up being Alice's older brother um, to try to like make him jealous and it doesn't work. And then she does this spell because someone through the fountain told her to do the spell to change her appearance and it doesn't work. And yeah. then Which that, the okay. Dies. Was someone in the fountain? Is the fountain yes. attached to some demonic world? Is yeah. it really? I, I was confused. This? It was yeah. someone from Fillory? Was it someone from one of these other worlds? I thought we were going to get that. Or I thought it was going to be some crazy thing of like, we're in the future and it's Janet, like doing it, you know, like causing all yeah. this somehow, you know, just because. In both the book and the show, I find it interesting that um, there's like all this like Janet or Margot in the show, like, you're so terrible. Mm-hmm. But like. We don't really develop why. Yes, she's terrible. No, like, I, okay. I mean, like, or more terrible than anybody else. Yeah, I mean, right. she right. just reads this like prep school bitch, which is yeah. like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. But I also did I skim too much because I was like, wait, why do her and Alice not like each other? I still not 
it's a very strange thing because like in the in the show as well alice is instantly just suspicious of her and like i'm like why like because like she is just kind of friendly in the show and wants to be friends with alice Mm -hmm. and i just i don't know what alice's deal is yeah and am i even convinced that she really did know that was alice's brother i did i'm not I don't know. I'm I'm like, what is this, Alice? This paranoia. (laughs) Right, because I was not convinced in that moment either when Janet tells the story and Alice is talking to Quentin. Like, why did she have to tell that story? Why? And that's when he realizes, oh my God, this must have been her brother. And I was like, oh my God. I like the way that that got inserted. I didn't see that coming. So I'll give you some props Mm -hmm. for that. But I don't think that the the animosity between the two of them was developed enough for me to buy that. it read as like, oh, Dubai. we got two female characters. They can't like Ooh. each other. Got yeah. butt heads. Yeah, yeah we right. can't be friends. Ugh. I did actually have a thought right before recording when I was doing my notes. I was like, would this book pass the Bechdel test for those two? Like, did they talk oh, to each shit. other about anything? Oh. About other Because th- like the one thing I can like vividly think, remember Janet saying to Alice was get your hand out of Penny's pocket. Because when they come back and she it's yeah. that instantaneous thing. So it's still about a boy. Um, yeah. Like, did they talk ever? Ever. I'm like, did they ever talk in Fillory? Oh no! Right, or did they ever talk one no. on one before? No. Yeah, like yeah. dialogue. When they get to Fillory, dialogue. There's still some, but it's like, it's like it is kind of like dialogue goes out the window. Yeah, it's <laughs> it a lot of like, lot. and then we walked, and then we did this, and then we did Which that, and then we did this, and I'm like, skimming. and then this happened. It, this right. really should have been. Right. I mean, honestly, it should have been multiple books, but right. at the very yeah. least, two separate books. Right. And. But even then, I would have been like, if the first book came out and it was basically this, like, you can still believe or uh, believing in magic. That line that Alice tells him where she's like, we all know magic exists, but you still believe in it. Mm -hmm. Really seemed to be like the theme of the book. Right. And then it wasn't. Right. And so much of this just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I wonder if he's written anything else. Uh, I haven't opened. Oh, I don't Amazon. know. I'm t- I'm looking now, but like magician, the magician, it's, yeah, king, it, the magician land. <laughs> like I'm annoyed <laughs> that this book did well enough to get a show, but then again, I know like, um, did we both read a simple favor, or have you you've seen a simple favor? I've just seen the movie. Okay, Victoria, have you seen a simple favor? I don't think I've seen it. Oh no. my it's god, so good. Do you have Hulu? Oh, is that wait? Is that the one with um, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively? Yes, yes, yes. And Henry I haven't seen it, but but I know what movie it is. Oh, <laughs> so good! It's so good. And I read the, the Spy Who first. Dumped Me also on Hulu. Just watch that. Very cute. Which one? Yeah, I saw the some of that who, on a flight. The Spy Who Dumped Me. I feel oh, like you I might do. have posted about I love this. that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. That's the guy. From I watched Outlander. it a couple weeks ago. <gasps> Sam yes. Hoggins. Yes. Um. It's the same kind of thing where, like, I read the book during one of the 40, 24 and 48 and was like, how did this become a movie? <laughs> like, this was trash. It might be mm. the last book that I finished that I rated one star. Oh, shit. And then the movie came out. The movie's amazing. It's so fucking good. <laughs> and because they took I think that, yeah. everything I hated about it and threw it away and then changed mm-hmm. the ending. I think that's so rare too to have a movie that improves on something, mm-hmm. you know, and or even fleshes out and develops something more like the show did. Yeah. It's like shocking that uh cuz it's usually the opposite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is basically I think all he's done. Yeah, it looks Oh no, like he's it. done a few other things, but oh, really? none of them are rated well. No. Oh. oh.
Also, maybe there also. was a comic at one point. Oh. Yeah, there, Alice has a comic, or graphic novel thing, and then there's an, a comic that introduces a new uh, uh, class of Breakbill students, I guess. Mm. Interesting. I'm not ready yet. Yeah. I'm not ready to be disappointed again. Yeah, yeah there, there's right. nothing about this school that makes me go like, oh, I want to go there, or like... No. Yeah, no. it's like, I don't want to, I'm like, like, I'm a grown ass person. Why do I want to go to school and wear uniforms and <laughs> do high school again, which is yes. the school. It's high school right. again. It's very strange. Right. The show school, um, for me, uh, I'm wearing a Break Bills hoodie right now uh, as I speak. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a big fan of the show version of the school, which felt a lot like uh, my college, Hampshire College. Shadow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was like very weird and also they live in like uh they go to they live in a little cottage with, which looked like this yurt that we had on campus yes we had a yurt so like i went to a very strange school so like um i was vibing with the the strangeness of break bills on the show yeah there was nothing descriptive about this school that made me go yeah i want to experience this or yeah. even want to like like part of me just wants to read the next book the next two books just to kind of where is this supposed to go? But I know. I'm like, do I'm like, I want to no. read it? But like, I'm also like curious, but like, I, I, ooh, this was hard. Yeah, yeah. Enough of me is like, I will try to find a summary where someone tells me what happens in book two right. or book three. Does Wikipedia um, have it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. on Wikipedia. They have a, a summary. For oh, perfect. It. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I just like, there's nothing in here that makes me want to care. No. Yeah. And I also wonder This book what the is strangely are. missing. Like, yeah, the stakes. That's, cool. That's like my big yeah. issue. I'm all right. yeah, like because I think he, the stakes are fluky in this. And he fit like he his like senior project was to fly to the moon and he failed, but he still and he graduated. doesn't do it. Yes. I'm like, I was like, really? so you're not doing any? I was expecting, oh crap, and I Alice scramble didn't and do complete hers either, did she? There was an argument of they couldn't tell if the thing was like the oh, light was if it was captured because Quentin at the end says that he he goes to the moon and he completes her yeah. project or whatever. I guess in a way that um, you couldn't argue that it wasn't in there. Yeah, that it was. Yeah. But I was just like, so you're not gonna do a new senior project now, but you're graduating. Okay. But I know. I was like, how are you graduating? The fact here? that they had to spend an entire semester, I guess. I don't think it was an entire year at the like Antarctica. <laughs> break bill south yeah location and like it's supposed to be this super Steph is making a crazy face break bill south is uh something yeah like the whole like, mi- i was curious about the mystery of it because it gets presented to us that in the fourth year the, at some part knows. in the beginning of the semester yeah. half the fourth years will just disappear and they'll come back right at the end looking Where like they thinner won't happens? talk about it and then the next semester the other half goes yeah and so Big secret right, i actually you get to really see liked break bill south i liked yeah that portion i thought because i was like magic shouldn't be easy and this whole concept of like having to go and basically mm-hmm. meditate and yeah to find the deeper meanings and all mm-hmm. this other stuff and like this really tough instructor and the fact that like they occasionally had to do tests where like everybody had to pass it mm-hmm. uh or yeah. you couldn't leave the they couldn't hall. leave like, mm-hmm. also but what kind of cop-out is it that they have a final project at break bill south you. and you don't have to do it yeah that yes. was the why part. would I, and the yeah. project is to cross the like arctic tundra to yeah. go to the south and pole <laughs> use magic yeah. to uh, i mean south pole yeah and use the magic to survive but like you don't have to do it if you don't want to yeah that I'm was like, the point that why I. Why would I do it? <laughs> exactly. That was the point. I was like, you know what? Not a fan of this book because what are yeah. why 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 no stakes? The, Everything's yeah, optional. Right, yeah. Wishy washy. 
he says, I will, there's no guarantee that I'll be able to help you, like, depending on how things go. But when we find out how many students went to, yes, he yeah. would have, because he was, keep, I'm sure he was tracking the both of them. So it's also like stakes, none, because he would have helped you. Um, yeah. Also, how many times these students have to get naked in front of their professors? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of so much sketchy, and inappropriate stuff. Yes. Because <laughs> the way they take the fourth years, they bring them up to the roof and they're like, take all your clothes off. Get and naked. I'm like, yes. No, in front of my professors, yeah. and they turn. And now into we're going to do some scary body horror magic on you to turn right. you into geese. Right. It's so like <laughs> right. I thought it was going to be like a living as an animal thing, or like I don't know. There's a thousand different ways, and I did really like Breakville South, but I liked the getting there. I thought that was cool of them, like flying, like they really just had. Yeah. They, they weren't just a person trapped in a like a, a goose goose's body. Like yeah. they <laughs> they understood currents and the like, and they. The, the V and flying together and working together. And then I do like mm-hmm. the, when they get there and they're like, oh my God, we ate bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked that. And I liked yeah. the idea when he took their voices away. <laughs> yeah. And they also couldn't write to each other, but then he gives them their voices back after three weeks, but they still won't talk to each other. I was yeah. like, the psychology really of that I think works. Yeah. 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 Like this, like just having to show how much like inner control you have to be able to do and accomplish magic. I and then it just is completely negated. Yeah. So yep. quickly. I don't know. It's Quentin's not I am someone who like commercials can make me tear up. I like like it is even there is even a lot of books that I end up hating where like if a character died or like something bad happens, I'm like tearing up and I'm annoyed at myself for tearing up. Did not even cry when Alice dies in this book. I just was like, Mm-mm. "Oh yeah, no, I didn't." Yeah. Care. Actually, yeah. part of me was like, "Alice died. Surely Alice didn't die. Yes, Surely we I was did waiting not just for kill her to Alice. come back. I yeah. was waiting for it to come because I was during that big final showdown. I was like, "Oh, is Quentin gonna come in and save her? Even though we have established many yes. times that she is more powerful than him. She's smarter yeah. than him. She knows like, she's just better at magic than him." Um, and like even as the like the fight was building, and he says like she is just he's good at it, but she is like a total total other level. I was still just waiting for him to jump in and save the day, and then he didn't, which was good. But yeah, I was like, yeah. but she had to die for this. Yeah, she had to. <laughs> like, she had to niffing out. <laughs> which I mean, yeah, death. It's like it's like death, but she's a, a new kind of magical creature now, and niffin. So Maybe. that's like a a new death creature stuff. that lives on. Yes, she does live on. Oh. She can go have Niffin adventures. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Which so I her think brother is still being a Niffin. Niffin. Huh? I do so think they her... briefly mention it. Yeah. When do he was they? talking to the strange beast. I was beast. skimming. <laughs> oh no! Trust me. Like I was like, okay, so Alice is dead, and you're recovering, and we still, I still have forty fucking pages left of this book. What is going on? <laughs> yep. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. Well, now we're talking to a strange beast, and I feel like he does mention it there. Mm. but because he asks the strange beast to bring her back to life and then he's like but she's here oh. she's a something and mm. i was just oh, like yeah, i don't, I, I don't even says. know how you even found that out because like i just don't care <laughs> yeah yeah i don't yeah towards the end it's really like well i don't care anymore yeah but uh in the show, I mean, it's a thing about Alice. It's a good plot about her being a Niffin and what happens afterwards. I, I do think it comes up in maybe the se- second, third book. I, I don't. It know. has to, right? Like about 
because it's like it, it is an important plot line for Alice. Oh, okay. She's not gone. She she's de- she's definitely back. Well, I, very much a part of the show. I mm. hope that she's very angry with him and not forgiving and yeah. not just like pining away from him and like right. corporeal corporeal form. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a whole thing on the show okay okay <laughs> like i'm sold i'm going to watch the show mm-hmm. i'll yeah. probably will start it tonight that's good uh, i'm glad i can bring more people onto the <laughs> show the, the book be... was a mistake yes show great. <laughs> yeah. there we the go. problem would be if i had read this book thinking oh i'll read it and then watch the show i would not have watched the show um, no, if exactly. i didn't have yeah. also someone saying no no, no. I don't fine. know how the show was so popular for Sci-Fi Channel because mm-hmm. if I if anybody who read this book, I'd be like, "What kind of show is this going to be? I'm not mm-hmm. interested." But it's you know, you would have no faith that the adaptation would be good because right. the book's not good. It's right. crazy because so many people uh, have so many of my friends on Goodreads have read this book, mm-hmm. and I didn't look beforehand to see who had rated it what. Mm-hmm. But a good portion of them rated this four or five stars. Oh, no. Really? This is getting and like a two at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a two and a half because it spawned my favorite TV show. It, that's valid. <laughs> it had deal. about a, I, I probably would have gone with a three until we hit the pedophile comment. And then I was like, no, like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, the one throwaway line <laughs> yeah. without exploring it. Like, I did like that. I didn't see that coming about that. The person he's speaking to is the last uh, Chadwin sibling. What's her name? Yes. Yeah. Jane. Jane. Is it Jane in yeah. this book? Jane. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. like that. And I was like, oh, she was the paramedic and she was somewhere yeah. else at some point um, at the beginning. So she's kind of been watching um, and trying to guide him towards this because she needed them to do this. Um, but yeah, it was just that one throwaway line about him being a pedophile. It's not explored. It's not. No. Any like. <laughs> Or the fact then, that she can bend time and that she's been time before. And like, did you really think this was the first time you had ever fought him? And I was just like, there's a lot of concepts here that we're just not, you know. Just yeah. throwing in yes. there at the end. Like, here, have yeah. some time travel. Yeah. Like, yes. oh, God. She that's was just not like, this is the only time that you've won. And we're just going to have to take these and be happy with it. But there's like so much more we could have explored also i want to go back to his friends james and julia jays julia yep lots of jays <laughs> wait is it julia james. at the end of the book then yes she is the the third person, the third person. With, okay uh, elliot and janet totally okay. missed that she was the third person <laughs> me too until oh yeah it's weird right because now. we have not seen julia and suddenly we throw her in there <laughs> yeah and it makes like no sense okay. but it's happening do they say yeah. her name? They must say her name then, and I totally missed it. I think Quentin does, like, way later. He's not like, oh, my God, it's Julia. He's like, something, something, and Julia there. And I'm like, what? That is Julia. Okay, thanks, Quentin. You're the worst yes. person to ever follow through a novel, but thank you. No, I'm looking again. <laughs> Here, I found yeah, it. Because, like, he, I know. Um, he the- says he's gone for five minutes, and you bring in a hedge witch, and Elliot's like, she's got shops, chops, and fuck you, said Julia. And it didn't even dawn on me as to who Julia was until right now. Because you're right. There's so many J names. J's, yeah. And also Quentin does not think about her. He has epic love for Julia, but does not think about her after he lets Dean Fogg know that the uh, memory uh, forgetting spell that they put on her didn't work. 
And Why Gwen's like, oh, work? by the way, Julia has a memory. And then he's like, right. nah, and he waited months. Doesn't think about Julia. He waited, if not a year, months to tell mm-hmm. the dean about that. So what yes. was she doing during that time? Why didn't it work? Did they do it again? And did she bust on through it? Like, so much of that, like the fact that he took that long, mm-hmm. like <laughs> Quentin is a trash person. Like, like I said, that. what is going on, Quentin? Girl, I have had George while reading. <laughs> <laughs> I have had some bad brain days where I have not particularly liked myself this week. This book was enough to make me go, well, I am not that trash person. Yeah, it's like, like, well, at least I am not Quentin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In the show, Quentin, um, Quentin and Julia have a falling out about julia remembering magic and stuff but it's a it's a plot it's like a yeah. more developed thing quentin's yeah. not just forgetting about her existence well, and like, like that was the waiting months to be like oh, yeah <laughs> like the show occasionally follows her from what i remember yes and julia is much more of a substantial character yeah and the, so when he was like and i think i saw julia and i was like you did see julia and yeah. then like but she pops up years later and it's like that's it? That's all we're going to get? Right. Like, I was like, also, yeah. I think there's, like, this super anti-magic spy kind of thing that it is in the show. I don't remember. But, mm-hmm. like, I remember being intrigued. And this is it? Yep. Yeah. Because I thought when he, like, when he's wherever he's is on break and Julia confronts him for the first time after the exam and she's like, you go to that magic school. And he's like, what are you talking about? And then he tells her everything. Um, yeah. I thought she was... I thought she was originally when he before he recognized her. I thought he described her as like an older woman or something. Yeah, yes. what is up, Quentin? If somebody dyes their hair, they're not a completely different person. What right. is going so on, like, Quentin? Uh, Why did, didn't you recognize her? So did, did her fighting through the memory spell somehow age her? Like yeah. what? His, <laughs> he is the worst, <laughs> the most confusing person to follow. I'm like, what is happening? She is no longer attractive to me. Thus, yeah, she was less her. attractive, and he was like, I don't recognize you. Yes. Yeah, he has like, face blindness at this point. <laughs> yeah, he has face blindness for women he does not find attractive. Yeah. Right. He is why Clark Kent can get away with just putting on glasses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Quentin. Quentin. Yeah. Quentin. <laughs> it's terrible. It is. Show Quentin is not like this. I just, I cannot believe. Yeah. It's just. Also, that random guy, Richard, that oh, gets yeah. thrown in. Oh, my God. Who is Richard? Richard is not in the show. I was like, who the hell is this? It's like, <laughs> so he's the guy that Elliot brings to, like, a party or something as his date, right? Like, that's how he gets introduced, I think. <laughs> I thought, okay. What? I thought, Wait, okay. I'm confused. Wasn't he living with them? No, yes, he, yes that's right. He was okay. a previous physical student yes Yes, he's older and i thought like at graduation at quentin and alice's graduation janet elliot and then richard come up and they're like we're and josh my bad i forgot about josh we're taking you away from this bitches let's go and they leave so many j names oh my god i forgot all about josh oh my god josh Mm -hmm. poor josh but richard doesn't even see him like personal personality wise like them like like and it just seems like richard is just like Thanks for the conflict, bro. Like, why are we living here with you? Why right. do we live with them? And then, and then he goes, he's kind of like somebody's downer dad. Goes to Fillory with them, and they're like, finally find the epic quest to become kings and queens of Fillory. And he's like, I'm going to stay at the nah. inn. I'm just going to stay here. It's he's just, like, not oh, for me. Not I don't for know me. why I came here. Can we go back to the king and queens thing? <laughs> so the, Okay, so... The Narnia ripoff. The yes. Narnia, yes. Yes. He gets. He's knocked out from the battle. He's in a coma. Essentially, he's asleep for six months. Mm-hmm. 
And his yes. friends left him there. So they left and went back to Earth. They had work to do. So yeah. sorry, right. Quentin. So <laughs> there's... Fair. They were also told that he would probably never wake up. Not wake up. Right. And he, right. I think oh. they stayed for like two months. Like, right. And Elliot I'm not arguing that. Letter. No, no, no. I know you're not. Shit. Just I'm not arguing that. Seen, like, his friends are kind of trash, but they're not trash. Yeah. But not that. Right. Yeah. They're not yeah. as trash. They no. left him a letter. They yeah. explained. Right. right. Yeah. Um, but while Quentin's asleep and then he wakes up, they start calling him the reluctant king. Does that mean there was yes. no other king or queen in Fillory? And then he wasn't acting as a king because he was like, I don't want to do this. And then he left. So now there still is no king or queen. No. Uh, So So with my show knowledge, (laughs) um, they need four kings and queens of Fillory. But there is a high king who is the the official big, big king. And that is Elliot. Elliot is the high king. And this this book did not touch on that at all because I'm... I love Elliot. Elliot's my favorite character. Yes. I was very excited in the show when he becomes High King because he is um, depressed, alcoholic. He needs something right. in his life. Yes. And this is it. He gets to be the High King of this land. And it's awesome. Which they, and in this book, it's just yeah. like, it's not Quentin. <laughs> and right. We and don't I, care that it's Yeah, Elliot like, wearing the crown when they come to bust Quentin out of his office yes, job. That's why he has But I'm like, are you being a king from long distance? I don't understand who's now in charge uh, yeah, of this land. Yeah, it's interesting because... Um, in the show, the High King is not supposed to leave. Yeah. I wouldn't think I so. I wonder if they had been going back and forth or like <laughs> he was in the city because at some point there's talk of like when they're at the end where they're like, well, we don't get a lot of news because there's a city, but then he goes to the centaurs. So maybe Elliot was there? But then he could have easily popped back to sleep in Quentin been like, oh, you still sleep? All right, bye. And then come back and been like, oh, hey, you're awake because he was awake yeah. for weeks upon weeks upon weeks with yeah. any strength and stuff. Yeah, I kind of got the vibe like there. he was there for like a year or something. Yeah, okay. Because of like I, all I, the shit that he did. <laughs> that makes sense though. It was, uh, yeah. I just, I am very glad that it, because it is Elliot with the crown. Because mm-hmm. that and was not Quentin. Like, yeah. If Quentin got that crown. But the, others, was, the yeah. others also are kings and yeah. queens. Um, okay. So Quentin, uh, Janet, Janet? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who is the other person? Josh. Oh, sorry, Josh. Oh, my bad, Josh. <laughs> You're super undeveloped. His I girlfriend. So you in mind. undeveloped to the point, yeah. like, that I, we hit a point while they're fighting in Fillory where he was like, I felt magic like you feel it. And I guess, it, like, it's, the way that it's done is, like, supposed to be this big moment. But I was like, mm-hmm. what the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about? And then I had right. to, like. I know. I'm like, why was this even a thing for you, yeah. Josh? It was, like, never even really explained enough. Like, yeah. it was at the beginning because I guess he's getting, like, magical steroids from, like, the he's guy. That like, just the, the love snake smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, this we didn't feels- explore the why. That, like, why for him is magic not coming the way it is apparently yeah, for everybody else. Yeah, that's my question. And then, Nobody else seems to have right, this problem. No. And, then and why is he there system then? Because he graduated. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, they definitely graduate. Like, if it's a problem for you, Josh, I don't know. Like, right. they just let him pass. This almost feels like this book should be on the same shelf or whatever as, like, Fight Club and Rick and Morty of things where it's like, <laughs> we want to present you trash people. And how to not do things, and that a lot of people misinterpreted that. I guess I don't know. Yes. I was gonna say associate <laughs> yeah. that with trash okay, men yeah. really loving these things and trying to use them to support their trashness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
I won on Reddit, which was a mistake. Oh, and, always. Uh, well, not always. Not, yeah, it's always a mistake, but the amount of every it's just men defending Quentin and being like, he's not sexist. Not really. He's oh. not a thing. I'm like, okay, well, exit Reddit. Yeah. Look out of here. But have you read Am I the any Am I the Asshole posts on Reddit? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Between those and the relationship ones, ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The shining beacon of hope for Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> is not a shining beacon of hope for humanity though, because some of these. No, like, no. But for the website. <gasps> why do you yeah, exist? <laughs> did I send or did you see the Waffle House one? No. Oh my god. Not. Oh my god. Okay, I will find it. <laughs> Because I, like, I know I read it super early and was like, I don't want to send this and potentially wake either of you up, which is why I didn't. And then I think <laughs> I forgot about it. phone is usually on silent, so it's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad you do. But occasionally Tim forgets to put, uh, I think, gotcha. his watch on okay. D&D. Okay. And I just feel like he works such weird hours. I just yeah. don't want. Um, but <laughs> I will find it and send it. And I'll send it to you as well, Victoria, because it's, <sighs> it is. Okay fascinating <laughs> and i hope it's real it's one of the ones that i'm like i can't tell if this is real or not but yeah. i hope so <laughs> yeah those are the best oh. ones you're like is this real and then sometimes you're just like please don't be real please don't be real yes if oh. this is real yeah. like the woman where the guy like did all that gaslighting and shit to, to date her and now they're married yes. oh i don't know if you saw that one victoria we're basically yeah. Yeah, I think I think I know which one. Yeah. He got drunk and like was like, "Oh, my brother's engaged, and I helped him, and here's how I got mm-hmm. you to date me." Yeah. yeah. Or what about the one where? Did you see the one where this girl was living with her boyfriend and he was secretly poisoning her the whole time with snails? Not that yeah. one. Yeah. This sounds insane. I've yes, seen like a lot of other that. poisoning mm-hmm. ones, but what the fuck? I, yeah. Snails. It was. Why was he doing that again? I don't. Was it? I don't remember. Not that there's a why. That makes sense There's to anyone. He was twist. just playing, playing, playing a little pranky prank. <laughs> like it made no sense. It was like you're a, a psychopath. Yeah. And there's also the one where um, the guy where she was she was on a vegan diet maybe. Yeah. And she felt it helped clear her skin up. And then he would make her coffee, and he stopped giving her the soy. He gave her like cow milk, and then she yeah. started breaking. Yeah. She's like out again. Fuck. Because he so wanted to basically psycho, right? Like, can you trust that she knows her body better than you? Because basically, he was going for a gotcha moment after a few weeks of this to be yes. like, "Oh, your skin's totally fine, right?" Yeah. Well, guess what? You've been drinking. Which God, men suck. Uh huh. I now want like the fake Reddits of like fictional boys asking if they're the asshole. Like <laughs> all these guys that are defending Quentin, and like if you posted an "Am I the asshole?" Yeah, from Quentin. How quickly would they? What would, would they, they think? Like, and yeah, no, bro, you're not the asshole. Right, oh. <laughs> definitely is. Sorry, Quentin, you are indeed the right. asshole. You always, <laughs> always are. I really hope Literally this series doesn't try to play him as the hero. Like that's, what, I guess that's my biggest thing is I cannot tell if this book. If we're supposed to like Quentin or if we're supposed to think he's trash. I know. It's very confusing and alarming that it's confusing yes, about where we should stand on Quentin's uh, bullshit. But uh, the nice thing about the show, this is my favorite thing about the show, is that the show is very self-aware. And it's very aware that they are positioning Quentin, this white, uh, heterosexual, for 
the first few seasons. Boy, <laughs> um, as the as the hero of this show, and then they proceed to dismantle it, make a lot of fun of it, talk about how useless uh, in this day and age it is just to have these white heroes saving everybody in books and movies, and that is really awesome. The show does kind of take it too far, and there's a big spoiler where they... I don't know if I should say don't, it. No, don't. Yeah. Spoiler. I won't it. say it. I won't it. say it. But you'll see the spoiler and you'll be like, whoa, we took this far. We took this idea very far. <laughs> and because of that, I'm curious how much the author was involved in creating the show and if, like, this is yeah, actually his intent. I know. I, I'm like, is, was it his intent to be? I don't know. I think I I, I'm going to give it up to the to the showrunners and the writers for yeah. really be, presenting, like, awesome ideas to him right. and him being like, yeah, that sounds cool. Right. Because, like, in the show, they develop a, a Quentin Elliott relationship that he's only like, like Meh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and the show really takes it and runs with it, and it's very uh, nice, interesting. Yeah. And then the show does some other stuff. Yeah. With it, but, you know. I'm, I, don't, I think I'm going to go down the rabbit hole about this author now and see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a white man. I don't think he did this to be like, no, no don't like Quentin. I think it, it doesn't totally read self-aware. Or no. Yeah, like, there's yeah. enough of me that just wants to be like, maybe, just maybe. But you're right. It's a white. There was dude. never it's a 2009. reckoning. No, there was never a reckoning. Even when like, so after one of their battles, when Alice lets her demon out to fight something. And Quentin's yes. talking to her, and she's like, oh, it didn't hurt. It felt like relief, like a sneeze. And he was like, oh, did it feel as good as fucking Penny? Like, even I in know. this moment, you can't shut the like, fuck up. Jesus, yeah. right? There's no Quentin. Right, there's no, it's it's basically, he was hurt so much worse than her, than he hurt her with yes. all of his cheating. Um, uh-huh. it, and, like, he did no wrong, basically. That, and there's so many, okay, the language that's also used it, there's so many times of I just need to make her see. I just want to help her see. I want to make her see that we can work through this. That's like when he like right yeah. when he's about to go, and then when he's talking about Janet, she's a vampire and she's sabotaged. Oh my me and god! She did this and yeah. just stuff like, that he said about her. Okay, first of all, you chose to have sex with her. Second of all, Elliot was also yes. there, but he's not a vampire. Either. I, yeah, I feel like he's choosing to believe that he did nothing with Elliot. He, it's very even strange, though it was just but, a kiss. Yeah. It was just a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> kiss. Yeah, just some stuff. And then it's like, well, me. Quentin, do you think it's okay if you nothing happened between you and Elliot that what you had sex next to his unconscious body? That's, <laughs> that's also that's cool. very that is <laughs> except that is he remembers cool. Janet touching Elliot, like jerking him yeah, off. Yeah, like what are so the either and Elliot you was just awake or he Quentin? wasn't? Like what what is going on here? Right. <sighs> I'd like for Elliot to be awake and have been involved because if not, he was not awake. There was no consent, and that's a bigger problem. Yeah, and this is messed up. Yep. yep. Uh, yep. I just. I agree, and especially because, like, shortly after that scene, there's, like, a com- uh, he's, like, before it could come rushing out, and I was expecting him to, like, be terrible, but it was, like, there was a loosening in my chest as I started to, like, feel some kind of forgiveness or something, and I was, like, really? But the yeah. way that Alice confronts him, mm-hmm. that's, like, basically telling him to, like, grow the fuck up, Yeah, mm-hmm. that I'm just, like, maybe maybe we're not supposed to like like maybe quentin is like supposed to just be this terrible anti-hero as like a i don't know if if that is the case it's not well enough done it's not a well enough done book Mm -mm. 
Or I guess my other thought is it could be that we're meant to see Quentin grow up throughout the books. And like, but I don't like that either because it's just like, I don't know, right. are we excusing his shitty behavior and just being like, he's young, boys will be boys. He was just young. He's not like, young. Boy, it's fine. 17 he's, to he 23. Like, yeah. at the very least 17 to 23, he may be a little bit older than that because like how long were they I in Fillory? And yeah. like, True. You grow up so much during that time, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you, one should. Yes. <laughs> yeah, clearly Quentin not so much. Right, I'm feeling very anti-boy right now too. Like just like me I too. <laughs> this book, yep, yep. has made me angry Which, at boys. Honestly, when we were discussing earlier before we started recording what to read, I was like, mm, there's a lot of men not on this men, list, and I want to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Although I think the author is a man. Okay, yeah, it's definitely our next, what we're yeah. doing next is, it's still by a dude, but yeah. I have faith in Obama. Yes. Uh, which will make sense in a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we really want to touch on? I mean, I we could yell about Quentin for... All day. Yes. All day. <laughs> yes. But mm. I think we've kind of hit any major plot point in this, because there's really no way to kind of go through the plot points because there really aren't any... Yeah, yeah it's so we, lacking. Yeah, I think oh, we got everything. Yeah, um, I did like the reveal that the beast was actually that yes. Chadwick kid that ran away. Martin. Martin. I think Martin. The, Martin. Martin. Yeah, yeah, where the story was, he didn't want to leave Fillory. He wanted to stay forever, so he ran off into the woods. Um, I like that the idea is like he became a monster it- by trying to stay in this world that he didn't belong in and isn't it nice like it's a it is it well i guess this is like a point towards like we're supposed to not like quentin that much um that uh there's the similarities between quentin and martin (laughs) Mm -hmm. that when quentin hears that martin wants to stay in fillery forever he's like yeah who wouldn't like and it's like it's very much like oh yeah quentin is a lot like this like martin like this i want to um throw away my responsibilities and just mm-hmm. live in fillery and do fun fillery things right. um yeah i like that kind of mirroring between quentin and martin but then i mean things get messed up when you throw in that whole pedophile thing right. in one line because right. it's also like the sister saying don't judge my brother too harshly uh, for all the evil he has done because right. he was a victim of abuse and then it opens up a whole can of worms mm-hmm. of talking about people who were abused and like perpetrating abuse afterwards yes. and it's like oh my god we don't have right. the 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 capacity no. to unpack that right. in this book right. oh didn't, they didn't even have the capacity to throw a line of him like you guys said earlier oh my god the guy that i really love who wrote or the, the author of these books that i love was the monster yeah and grappling yeah, we with don't that even we don't even that. get like one line about that so yeah. It's interesting that this book, there's like a lot of ideas, a lot of potential big themes yeah. that don't get developed, yeah. don't go That's why anywhere. So yeah. much of me is like, is this written as a satire and nobody else realized it? That's what's confusing. And it, I just, it doesn't feel satirical enough no. to, right. be to be a satire. It's very right. strange. I also think it's like that satire kind of died. Like, one, I don't think most Americans are able to recognize satire unless it's the onion yeah. but even at this point it's like mm, is this nope. the onion anymore and yeah right. i don't know like it's been anything that i've read that is actually satirical like in the past 20 years it's just i don't think it's well done so that's what part yeah, he was like maybe that's what this is supposed to be and then he was mm-hmm. like oh you guys all took it serious 
Okay. We can so. go with that. Oh, you want to give me a TV right. show about it? Cool. Right. I can't imagine writing 400 pages of satire. Oh, no. No. <laughs> That's a, wow. Just yeah. a lot of commitment for kind of like a <laughs> right. jokey thing. Right. So uh, before we get into where we're going next, book drinks. <laughs> I ha- I've thought about this. Uh, okay. And Elliot will be disappointed that I'm not more specific, but I'm going to say a fancy wine cocktail, <laughs> maybe like a fancy wine spritzer thing that he would make. <laughs> yes. And he would describe it in a much better way than I am because he is a very eloquent character and he would uh, be able to tell you all about it. Yes. And all, all about why it's like the drink. <laughs> I like that because he has that the line about. Um never cook with a wine you wouldn't drink and i was reading and i was like how very linda like linda belcher of you because i was talking about yeah. linda belcher and how mommy likes her wine <laughs> yeah. yeah no yeah, i think I support that. something wine based is perfect yes they drink the kids drink a lot of wine, oh, so wine. yeah they do yeah. they're so fancy yeah. when they had that like dinner party i was like oh so fancy i There's know something about like private schools and drinking a lot of wine like that is a common yeah. thing that goes together yeah. I didn't get into mm-hmm. wine until I was in my 20s, and yeah. then I yeah. started really loving it, and then I found out I was allergic to it, and it's so upsetting. No! <laughs> no! I had the best red wine when I got offered the my job in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. My boss took me to this amazing steak restaurant and had this oh. amazing bottle of wine, and then I was out sick for like two days after that. And that was the point I was no. like, oh, I just want to be someone who drinks fancy wine. Right. My wallet's probably very happy, but... Just one my fancy wine. Yeah. Oh. God. So um, before we move on to what we're doing next for the podcast, what is everybody reading between episodes? Hmm. <laughs> Tori, do you know? Um, well, so <laughs> I actually don't read a lot of books. I, I am a screenwriter. I read a lot of scripts um to try to like stay thinking of words in that way and then when i read a novel i'm very thrown <laughs> so uh i'm probably going to read uh the harriet script for for the oh. harriet tubman movie that came out in 2019 um that's probably what i'm going to read next or a comic i might read um the loki agent of asgard comic. okay i gotta get to that eventually <laughs> so do so you not oh go ahead or do you buy the scripts or like uh, you can find scripts online. They are, there's PDFs of them. Just Google Google okay. the script you want, and it is fairly likely that you might be able to find I'm it. I'm going to have nice. to do that because uh, working on audio dramas and switching from writing fiction prose to, like, screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And, and Yes, it's very different. It <laughs> is very different, and I really, really am enjoying the challenge and really actually mm-hmm. enjoying writing this way. But, um, yes. yeah, I'd like to be able to read a bit more because – the dialogue I can get, it's like the everything else that I'm like. Yeah, trying to figure out how much to tell, yeah. how much, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, and that's what reading scripts is just great for because it gives you such an idea of like, um, there's just no what better way to learn how to screenwrite than than, than reading <laughs> reading the scripts. Then you automatically get it. You know, you're you're really seeing how it's done. Yeah, one of my writing groups today, I saw someone post and was like, "What is the best book to read to help you to teach you how to write or something like that?" And I was like, "Dude." Just read. Like, that's right. the yep. only just thing you gotta read. Keep For all forms of writing, yeah. just read. Yeah. If there's just one genre means. you want to write in, go read all yeah. that. Read, read that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 
So not children, not the rest of children. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can see it on your shelf. Oh, oh yeah. No, I'm going to get there eventually. Eventually. Okay. I need to reread it because I definitely started book two at one point and was like, I don't remember these characters. Right. I Re- remember the end because I was happy with certain things. Yeah. But I don't, I would need to do a reread before. Yeah. Because that is a I magic like- system. <laughs> I yeah. like the story. Don't love how it's um the the perspective is constantly changing. The uh, that that doesn't thrill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something I think I would like more. Like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. As I get older, I get a little <laughs> I get a little uptight about uh, the narration, the perspective, oh and all that God. jazz. But okay. that might just be because I only read screenplays. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think. Okay, I'm gonna say it again, and I'm gonna hope that I can get through it the rest of the because i was reading i read salt fat acid and heat are the last two sections i have that i want to read because um i really do like the book and want to try making stuff from the book and i want to fit in there's a chart in the book i posted a picture of it so something it's like a map of like what do i want to cook tonight and the first question is did you finish reading this book and if the answer is no it goes to a bubble that says listen stop trying to skip ahead read the book (laughs) to get the foundations of what I'm talking about and you'll be better for it. So I do want to finish the book. That's before. amazing. Yeah. It, I was like, I am called out. <laughs> um, which is fine because I feel like I want to be best friends with Samin anyway. So it's fine that there she called me out. Um, so I want to finish that um, over the next couple of weeks. And then um, that's my goal. That's okay. Goal. That is I'm not going to add any more to it. It's just going to be that. Yes. <laughs> I do feel it's very weird, like, because I, I was about to say, I'm trying to hone in and just pick one book to finish, be, mm-hmm. because, I, I to be fair, I have read over 50 books. Like, I had to back down, like, how many books I wanted to read this year, but I've still read more than 50 books this year. I just feel like I've read nothing at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I actually got a copy. Um, have I talked to you about Geekerella? At all. I don't think so. Okay, so there is a series. It's the Once Upon a Con series. The first one's okay. Geekerella. The second one is the Princess and oh, I can't remember. Oh, it'll hit me in a second. Um, the third one is coming out. It's Bookish and the Beast. Okay, and it is <laughs> a it is a YA series, and it is about people finding love at cons but it's taking these fairy tales and like putting them at this convention (laughs) and making it like a modern like romance and i really don't like cinderella but Mm -hmm. i can't oh i got a i got an advanced copy of the second book and was like well i should read geekerella first and like i did the audiobook and was cat sitting for a friend and just remember like walking and crying at like this like amazing uh it's such a good romance and recently found out like the author is uh asexual and like that made me love it even more Mm. and it's like uh like i i think i don't know i just don't know how to explain like how much i love this and why but Mm -hmm. if you like fairy tales and you're like me and love conventions and love the idea of like Basic romance tropes. Like, the first one is, you know, a regular girl is texting with a 
celebrity guy who happens to be like the star of the movie that is like her favorite fandom and like they're texting and falling in love and don't realize kind of thing and then the second one it is really bothering me that I cannot remember the name of the second book um but basically the celebrity from this it's all about this like essentially Star Trek-esque movie Mm -hmm. and it's a convention based around that and so the the female star of the movie switches places with a regular person and they both find love and uh the celebrity is also gay so it's like not just a bunch of straight people it's also not just a bunch of white people and nice nice (laughs) from magicians Um, because like the lead guy in the first book i believe is indian Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, um, maybe Middle Eastern. It's been a minute since I read Gigarella. Um Anyways, so when the third one got announced, like I, there, I was like, "There's no way I'm ever going to get an advanced copy," and I somehow did this week. Oh my! No God. idea how. Oh and I was like, God. "This may be the thing that finally, finally gets me to read something that's not just for a podcast." Yes. So. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is my favorite, and the cover's really pretty. It's like this orange. Um, they're like minimalist covers in a way. I don't know. It's if you like way, I really love these books. I just could yeah. talk about them forever. Um, <laughs> the author is Ashley Poston. Like she, um, she's also huge. Um, my brother, my brother and me, an adventure zone fan, um, which I don't know if either of you have listened to either of those, Mm-mm. but there was like <laughs> no, plenty of a them, comment but... in the second book. And I like immediately was like, Oh, this is the adventure zone that I liked. I think that's what you're referencing. These three really good boys. And I was like, oh, I love her even more now. Yeah. So, <laughs> nice. so yeah, just highly recommend. Okay. Um, maybe I can twist your arm for a queer romance and we can read yes. this going. <laughs> okay. I'm in. <laughs> Which also was a blue cover now that I think about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pro- yeah, that sounds a lot better than the magician should have done that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, we, like, you know, we got through it. <laughs> we did. Yep, we did. It gave us enough to talk about. And I truly appreciate it because now I've, I remembered that the show existed, but this is like, feels like a good push into watching it. Yeah, this made me appreciate the show a lot more and like how much work went into adapting it and making it way more uh, <laughs> just like thoughtful, progressive than what's happening in this book. Yes, yes. Um, so for our next episode, we are going to read Lot Stories by Brian Washington. Uh, it is going to fulfill the uh, book from Obama's uh, end of the year list. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. The end of the year yeah. list. Um, if you aren't aware, uh, Obama puts out a list of the favorite books that he read. Books, music, and I think movies? TV shows? Movies? TV Maybe shows. it was movies. Um, so highly recommend following for those. I think he also does political and non-political when it comes to the book breakdowns. Um, so, yeah. Um, we ended up like reading a book on Obama's list last year as it wasn't because of that, but it like ended up Wait, which one? Uh, American marriage. Uh, okay. That's okay. what kind of spawned this idea of like, let's right. see what else he's read right, that right, we're right. going to like. Yeah. Uh, I think we actually picked that one because it fulfilled the award winning. Uh, yes. Um, yes. 
challenge. Yeah. Um, Thanks. That was a good one. Yes. Still such a, that is a, a good example of infuriating. Maybe I hate the main character, but goddamn, that was a good book. Mm-hmm. 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 Also she was more than Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what we'll be reading in two weeks. Uh, Victoria, thank you for coming on. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter. I sometimes post about screenwriting and things, and I, uh, I think it's Victoria in Lucia at Twitter. Something like that. I think. Who knows at this point? You know, I'm starting to feel like a internet like elder. I've been around for too long. I have too many things. I don't remember anymore what my Facebook stuff is, what the Twitter stuff is. I can't remember. Victoria and I do. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. No, that yes, definitely. But uh, I do know that I write blogs about screenwriting for a website called SoCreate, um, and you can find them at SoCreate.it, and check out my blogs. I write some fun stuff about uh, the art of screenwriting. Oh, that's so cool. stuff about screenwriting, so check it out. I'm going to have to dig into this now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stephanie, what about you? Anything to plug? Nothing to plug right now. Still just here. How about you? Uh, so my episode of medieval po- uh, medieval podcast Sarah F. Defer- Decker Sarah F. Decker's podcast um, is dropping. Oh, I can't remember if she's weekly or biweekly. I think it's biweekly. It's going to be the next episode. She just dropped one about the other Bolin girl, specifically yep. about the movie. Um, yep. And so uh, to kind of round out Henry VIII, I went on and talked about Six the Musical, which is such a fucking good musical. And uh, yeah, go listen, especially if you are missing Broadway right now. As yeah. I, I don't go to Broadway. Like I've seen, like I see a show a year, but man, I miss Broadway right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and outside of that, you can find me on my blog. It's got everything else. Oh, I'm on Panelology talking about Paper Girls this week. Yes. If you need a comic that is about girls that is actually written by a dude, but is still really, really good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see how it can be done. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go listen to my episode of Panelology. There are some spoilers and that comic uh, I guess it's kind of like Riverdale and some spoilers are okay, but go read the comic first. It's totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to understand what's going on until probably 26 issues in. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, as for the podcast, you can find us at JBC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we will be back in two weeks. And until then, keep reading. I don't know. Our library is opening back up. I don't know. Remember how mine was under construction forever and then this happened? You know what? I should check the website later to see. Except I'm not going to go, so I don't know. Yeah, part of me is like, (laughs) when I go into the office, maybe I'll run by the library. That's not, it's like a mile walk, so it's not Mm -hmm. convenient. But also maybe I'll just mail the books back. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a challenge. Yeah. I've been taking books out on my local li- library's website, yes. which is fun. Yeah. So thank you, library. Yeah. Strangely <laughs> was for having a website. able to get this from the library on audiobook. I, I was I shocked. I think I spent yeah. a dollar on this. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I went, I first, my first check is as Amazon to see what it costs on Audible. And it was like a dollar or some crazy sale. And I was like, oh, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. <laughs> get it, get it. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely been on like their deals list for most of quarantine. Yeah. Very strange. What computer yeah. is making noise? <laughs> Sorry, I just like hear it. Not that it matters. Yeah. I can hear like there's people doing construction and singing and dancing. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, I already did that. I think we're good. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> not having like to be able to like say go support your local libraries it's kind of hard to wrap up I know. You. Yes. find ways to just stay safe and wash your hands stay safe yeah, and wash, wash your hands, your hands. Yep.